Hi, it's Avi. I just want to share what happened tonight. There's a father that's taking his son, who is a kip in a very big crisis, Bikoach Nefesh, and he's taking him on a trip. And he's taking also two of his other boys, because the boy, the kip, is not ready to go on a trip himself with his father. And he he, he was asked him to go um, because we're going on a family trip, just me and the boys. So we're taking the two boys. And the kid said he'll go. We hope as of Hashem that he'll actually go. So then the father had the following kasha. So I'm taking my kip and my two boys. My two boys are healthy bachrum. What do I do about Mincha Marav? Shacharis probably will go to Davin. My kip will be sleeping. My regular kids will get up with me. We'll go to Minyan. They're going to a place that has Minyanim. They're going to, to Florida, to Miami. But what happens by Mincha Marav? If we're going out to eat, or if we're finally the kid wakes up at 4 o'clock and they're going out to parish, sailing, or whatever it is, do, you know, normally I would structure my, my vacation time with my Bachram, and part of it is we go to Minyan. But over here, we're going for the sake of their brother, who is Nebuch, very sick, emotionally, and, and really we have to save him. And it could, you know, Minchamarev is going to be a shter. It could block the thing, and it also makes like a damper, like oh, Minchamarev, you know, not what the kip is in the mood of. She says, "What should I do?" So I told him what I always say. You know, this is a Tyrish Isla. So from my perspective, again, TP is always a a relationship, a partnership between what I feel is best for the kid. But if it steps on Tyre, you always ask your rabbi, your rav. So he called his Rav, and he told me what his Rav said tonight. The Rav said that your boys know, and you know, that you're doing this to save your son, to save their brother. It's Pikuach Nefesh. He said, they're potter from Mincha. They don't even have to daven another Shemayna Esrei by Marav. He said he's not sure, he doesn't think so. Isaac b'mitzvah potter min mitzvah It's very interesting. It's Ratz and Hashem, that this is what, this, these are our tools, this is a psych word. Hatzala goes on Chavez. This is what you are, Hatzala. And I told him that, you know, this is what you should tell your, your children. Because he was like, what should I tell them? We don't need to. We do need to. And I told him, don't be afraid to teach your children Tyra. It's sad that they need to know these halachas. Just like if someone has a sick kid, you have to start learning halachas with the family about turning on the oxygen and this thing beeps. What if this beeps in the middle of the night? What if the chayl is not feeling well? You know, you have to learn a new, a new, a new parsha, a new sugya that you don't want kids to have to know. But Nabuch, this is what Hashem gave them, and Adarab, you should empower them. Tell them that you asked the Rav Deshail, and the Rav told you. That they're Isaac by mitzvah, Potter and mitzvah, and they don't have to daven again. And then tell them, look how important it is for what you're doing. Look how Hashem, because your Rav is telling you, he's a Chashab, a Rav also, he's telling you Ratz and Hashem. He's telling you, based on his Hashara and understanding and Chinach and understanding of Torah, he's telling you that Hashem would prefer that you go and spend time having fun with your brother than to daven to me. Right? Isn't that an unbelievable message for your kids? You're being mechanach them that when whatever you're doing for your sibling, you should know it's Ratzin Hashem. Hashem wants you to do this. Hashem wants you to have fun with him and smile, and he comes first. This is your tipul. So empower your children that it's not oyve, oh, I missed Mincha because no, 
Gedayla Achnas is Archim Yosem Mikapolis Pnei Ashkina. Avram Avinu taught us this that he stopped davening to Hashem, where he mamish felt talking to Hashem mamish to go give some Arabs. He thought they were Arabs. Halachas kama v'kama for Aid, halachas kama v'kama for a sick person, a chayla nefesh, and halachas kama v'kama when you're not just going to give them food, but you're part of the medicine to bring fun and pleasure into this kid's life, to help him get away from drugs, to help him have enough pleasure in his brain to start numbing some of the pain that he went through. You're Hatzalah. So by the fact that Hashem is telling you that you don't have to even, probably even repeat it, even make up for it, because you're Isaac B'mitzvah, show your kids, look at this halacha. This is so empowering for the siblings. You tell your kids, look how from Himmeldika Eugen, from Hashem's eyes, how much he appreciates what you're doing when you spend time with your brother and your sister. Very beautiful. And then he asked his Rav another thing. He said that, I, I want to go to Miami. What are we going to do? They're water sports. Everybody knows Nabuch. Unfortunately, Rahman Lutzlan, the terrible tragedies we had recently with uh, with the water. And everybody saw and heard the psak from one of the G'dayle Hadar, Reveli Brudni Shlita, that he said there's like a Midas Adin now on the Mayim and, you know, should stay away from extreme water sports and things like that. So yes, is Rav. You know, what about this? This is like not what we want to be doing. It's a, it's not, not a smart thing, a safe thing to do. And his Rav thought about it and he told him that the fact that you are Shluchai Mitzvah ain't in the Zakin. You're the Schus that you're going to have, that you're doing this L'Shem Shemayim, is going to protect you. It's going to protect you. It's amazing. So I told him, look, you tell your kids. Show your kids this. Show your kids how important, how wichtig it is that every time you spend time with your sibling in pain, that you're doing the Ratzon Hashem. And when you do Ratzon Hashem, you're empowered and you're protected by Malachim. You're Oisik B'mitzvah Patem and mitzvah and you're Shluchei Mitzvah, ain't in Nezakin. We're not just wasting time. This is our tools to make your brother and sister be more comfortable in our home. So that way eventually they'll want to be like us. They'll be safe. They won't be on the street so much. They'll do less drugs. We have a great and a successful treatment method. We're definitely statistically beating the treatment methods of the other ways, of the psych wards and the rehabs and the AA and the Utah and the boot camp. We have a real mahalach here that helps save kids and if it's medicine then you are now you you are giving in the IV every smile everything you do and you're protected from Rab as a Hashem because you are a shliach of Hashem you're mitzvah you're not wasting time chilling with your brother or sister you're now going on a shlichus by doing that, it protects the kids from the bad hashpa that could possibly be there. It empowers them. It gives them rachmanis for their, their brother and sister. And they feel good about it. And after all, it's the truth. Unfortunately, we have to be mechanach the nudar. That when you have a sibling or a family member that's chayla nefesh, that they have to spend time with them having fun. I told him, you should tell his kids, look how lucky we are. You look around on the beach over there, parasailing and all of these things, you're going to have hundreds of people that parasail, thousands of people throughout the year that are going parasailing for fun. Your kids are going parasailing as a mitzvah, as shluchi drachmana. 
<laughs> you tell them that. Right now when you're up in the air and you're having fun, you're enjoying it, but it's a mitzvah. You're getting your brother to smile, and they will get him. I could just see it happening when they're empowered. They're going to smile more with him. They're going to make him laugh. And you tell him every time he smiles, you're pulling him out of the Gehenna that he's in. Every smile. You're going, first of all, to a sad and pathetic human being and who's in a lot of pain and confusion and making them smile. Even if it doesn't ever fix them in the future, for right now, you're going to a pathetic person. You make them smile. What greater mitzvah is that? Is there than that? Especially if it's a relative, you're not allowed to turn away. It's not just like if you want to do a big mitzvah, you can do it. You have a chiyuv. Mibsarcha Alta Salam says he not Tyre tells us he's not allowed to turn away. Shmuel Kamenetsky Shlita Shiva said, it's not just financial problems, and it's not just if someone's in the hospital. It means for this Indian as well. They're in pain. Or even if they're not in pain, they're lost Beruchnius. Mibsarcha Alta Salam. You have a chiyuv. It's a love in the Torah. Everybody's worried about laughing. This is a love to ignore a family member who's in pain. You can't say, ah, it's not my thing. Now it's your thing. It's not my thing to go visit my, my nephew in the hospital. Too bad. It's not my thing to go take my, my niece out for a fun night and schmooze with her and chill and smile when she's not properly, you know, whatever. Too bad. It's not your thing. It's a lav on the Torah to ignore these people in your life that are in pain and that are lost and confused. And if it's a lav to ignore somebody who's suffering in Oilam Hazet, it's even a bigger lav if they can lose Oilam Haba. And we know that we can influence them through the power of influence, which comes only through the power of connection. And we know that pleasure really helps them get out of the pain in their heads and to rescue them. And when you realize that, so then you do it with a chios. You'll do it tineni muchan amazuman lekayim mitzvah of a hafta riachal kamoicha lekayim a mitzvah to not have the love of mipsar chal tasalim to be lekayim a mitzvah of going over to a sad person and making them smile to be lekayim the mitzvah of shluchi derachmana that we are oisik be mitzvah to save our our family member's life. Statistically speaking, take somebody off the derech and flood them with smiles and hugs and fun and love without any jokes at their expense, without any negative comments, without any criticism, and pull them in and smile and, and shower shower them with your love and your like and your connection and take them out and spoil them. Look five years later, what do you think is going to happen? The highest chance that they won't commit suicide. The highest chance that if they're involved in drugs, that they'll find a way to pull themselves out. The highest chance that they'll become happy, stable people. And that's the highest chance that they'll integrate right back into the community. Because my family and my community was there for me when I went through hard times. These are my people. These are people I can count on. They don't abandon me. They, don't, they didn't leave me for dead. They didn't look away and say to their kids, kicknish, kicknish. No, they looked me in the eye. I once had a father that told me, he said he was really struggling. He just started TP and it was really hard. He said, it's so hard for me to look at my son without his yarmulke on. He was in so much pain, so painful. He said, my 12-year-old daughter, she came to the family meeting, so she got, she got uh, inspired. And we see so many of our kids are naturals. Sometimes they get it better than the parents. 
And she told her father, she said, Tati, stop looking at his head and start looking at his face. Stop looking at his head, start looking at his heart. She wanted to see her father, just just stop it already, just look at him. Yes, he has problems, yes, he's struggling, yes, he's not not what you would have dreamed of wanting. Fine, now what? Love him back to health. Chas v'shalom, someone's lying on the, on the floor. Say, oh, I can't look at my kid like this. No, do CPR. Breathe life into them. You have a healthy neshama, a healthy nefesh. Breathe life into your child, into your relatives, into your community members. Look at all the people with a heart. So we used to think like this. Okay, some people are naturally yummy, and they're like, you know, Shlomo Kalbach, see them, and, and, and the little breast liver, Lubavitch, and okay, so they're, they're meant for this. It's not about that anymore. They have a schus that Hashem gave them that personality to be able to do things that the schar, the Zayar HaKadosh says, is bigger than any schar that you will do in your entire life from any tyrant tefillah. Daven to Hashem and say, Hashem, give me that. If you're working for a company, you're mopping the floor there, or you're a salesman, okay, imagine how much you're making, 50000 60000 80000 100000 and you have a chance to do something, and you can make $5 million, wouldn't you want to do it? You wouldn't just say, nah, it's not my type. You would learn how to make it your type. You would beg Hashem, help me get involved with that. I see somebody's flipping, buying something. I hope I can, I, I don't want to be here in 20 years from now, $50,000 a year. We cannot imagine the schar from learning Torah. Talmud Torah connected kulam. We cannot imagine the schar of mitzvahs. But you're only one person, and you could only do so much. You could only get so much schar. It says the Zayir Hakadosh. When you go ahead and you make it happen, and you makariv other neshamis that fall away from Hashem, you get a commission on every mitzvah that they will ever do them and all of their offspring for the rest of eternity. You get a commission. And says the Zayir HaKadosh, the Schar is unbelievable. And Yizaycha to Yiddish Anachas. It's a school for having Yiddish Erlich And he speaks about the Schar. And he also tells you how to do it. Because some people say, okay, I want to do it. How do I do it? Do I give a look, a scowl? Do I give Musr and say, listen, when are you going to make something out of yourself? So the Zayir HaKadosh tells you exactly, exactly the recipe. Very simple. Follow the path of Aaron Hakoyin. What was Aaron Hakoyin's recipe? Oyev Shalom, Veraydev Shalom, Oyev Sabriyos, and Makarvan Lutaira. And it says Oyev Sabriyos before Makarvan Lutaira. The Svarim tell us that even they weren't close to Taira. How did he do it? He was Oyev Sabriyos anyway. He was able to love somebody even not from. In fact, the Tanya says in Paraklam and Beis that they're referred to as Briyos. They should have said, Oyevis Hayusraelim, Oyevis Hayuhudim, Oyevis Hayanoshim. No, Oyevis Abriyos, creations, creatures. Says the Balatanya that it's referring to people who are not even behaving like humans. They're behaving like creatures, like animals. And still, Oyevis Abriyos, he was able to love them. And from that was Makarvlutaira. How can you be Makarvlutaira? That's the recipe. It's the Oyevis Abriyos. It's not anything else. It's not the Musa Shmuz. It's not the inspirational Shmuz. It's not the threatening or... or. It's just that is the 
medicine when you are it's automatically that is the tool to be that is what brings people back the people using words are using the least the least successful they don't need words they know everything you know they're not stupid they know everything you know there's no chesar in Yudia. There's no chesar in Havana. And they know it. And if their friends are asking them questions, they always have the best advice for them. And they know they don't have any path. They're not on our derech. They're not on their derech. They're on no derech. They're off-road. And it's bumpy and it hurts. And it's painful for them. It's painful. The things that cause this to happen is painful. And then it's painful to be them again and to be on this in this wilderness without a paved road. It's much easier to be on any derech hatayra, which is a paved highway. Much easier than going off the highway and having to deal with all those bumps and bumps. The way to influence them is by having the relationship and it flows through influence. Influence is the greatest power in the world. And the influence is only based on your connection. That's why so many people fail, because they try pushing ideas and stuff, and their connection is not strong enough. Connect 100%. Nafshay Kshura Benafshay. NKN. Build it. Slowly. Slowly. You can't, you can't force yourself on somebody. You have to earn their trust. Rebuild the relationship. Form the bonds. And eventually they will trust you. When they have trust in you, they'll spend time with you. Spending time having fun is the Kiruv. That is the tool. It's not necessary to say anything. In Home Sweet Home, we were Makarov, so many kids. We had no Torah, no learning, no Shachras, no Mincha, no Marav, nothing. After they wanted, they would ask me, usually they saw me learning the Siva Shalom. They would say, Avi, can, I, can you learn this with me? Oh, you want to learn? No problem. No problem. But I never gave them advice to be from. I never told them how the Derech HaTair is so beautiful. And come join us. Nothing. It doesn't work. When you do your job of CPR, of breathing life, smiles and hugs and connection and love into this Neshama, Saif HaKavid Love, at the end you will win. You will get the account. You will get the account. You will first of all go to the neshama that's in pain and give them something to smile about, which is already a great mitzvah. People go to old age homes. You're not saving them. You're going to somebody and you're making them smile. Chesed. It's beautiful. Even without any agenda. That's already a win. Already you get schar. Second of all, the Zayar Kaddish says the schar that you get is for being mishtadel. Ishtadel, he says. Not success. You get schar for trying trying to be close to people who are struggling and in pain with the ultimate goal of giving them pleasure so they'll have a reason to live and then Hashem, when they are ready, if they choose because of so much influence from the people in their lives they will have Olam Hazah and then they'll have Olam Haba and some people do it only for Olam Haba I also care about Olam Haba there's nothing wrong with we want everybody to be from it's true because when you have something great, you want to share it with people. I once told an author, he said, oh, you want everyone to be from? I said, listen, I see you're working very hard. I went to a conference, and the conference taught me how to make a million dollars without working hard. How could I not share it with you? I want you to have a million dollars in your bank account. 
what would you feel? Would you feel, oh, you want me to have a million dollars? Oh, that's all you care about. No, I care about you. I want you to have a great, great, uh, huge bank account and not have to work very hard. So I said the same thing. I think that we're alive for a limited amount of time. And then there's all of eternity. And I think that, I think it's like winning a million dollars. I would like you to be in Olam Haba, in eternity. I would like you to live your life after when you're ready as a from Yid. That's 100% true. But that's not why I opened Home Sweet Home. And that's not why I'm being nice to you. I'm being nice to you because I care about you. I want you to be out of pain. And I want you to have a happy, stable life. I want you at least to be able to have the Bechira to choose your life because you haven't chosen it until now. From the day of the trauma, from the day of your abuse, from the day that things spun out of control, you haven't been able to make a choice. I want you to have a happy life. And then it's up to you to decide. I want you to have Bechira. I want you to have real Bechira. And I'm just trying to get you to be happy and healthy. And I always give them a bracha. I hope that you'll be happy. Because we know one thing. Yismach Lev, Mevakshe Hashem. So we want them to have happy lives, to be alive, happy, stable, successful, clean. And then we also want them to live a happy life that will bring them true happiness. You look at people who go off the derech, forget about Olam Haba for a minute. They don't end up getting really married. A lot of them have, you know, it's, it's not a happy life. It's a bracha in a life. Especially someone who grew up from can never really be happy. They have so much guilt. It's their, their happiest life is being one of us. We just have to keep the door open. We just have to let them feel you are one of us. You always were one of us. You are one of us. You always will be one of us, regardless of how you dress and how you act. That's the best thing to help them physically, emotionally, psychiatrically, and spiritually. Take care and be well.